Hello, hello. Hey. Are we ready to have some laughs? I hope so. Some hee-hees? <laughs> Maybe some ha-has? <laughs> some yucks? Okay, stop. Uh, well, welcome to another episode of Girls Who Cry Monster. Listen, if you like or don't like what we're doing, you can text us. Because if you're listening, chances are, like, you have our number. Yes, things you like, things you don't like. But mostly things that you like because we're sensitive. <laughs> You'll hurt our feelings if it's like, <laughs> you really hate it. So in that case, maybe just ignore it. Right. Thank you. That's better advice. All right. Are we ready to jump into today's episode? Absolutely. I'm so excited. Okay. So this is a very special episode for us because we are reviewing season one, episode one, the namesake of our podcast. The episode is called The Girl Who Cried Monster. One could say it's our titular episode. What does that word mean? Doesn't that mean like it's the title of? Like, I it's don't titular. I don't like that word. I don't like that word. I just either. learned it right this second, and I demand you not say it anymore. I take it back. It's not a great word. Don't love it. Looking that up. She's looking it up. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. It is the word, but it's not how you. Oh, what does it mean? Actually, no. Okay, it has two very disparate definitions. It's an adjective. Mm-hmm. The first. The second definition is what you said. It's denoting a person or thing from whom or which the name of an artistic work or similar is taken. Or the holding or constituting a purely formal position or title without any real authority. The queen is titular head of the Church of England. Oh, so it's like a title. First of all, rude. Yeah. I'm sure she works. Right. Like, she doesn't just sit on her throne and wave her magic wand around and, like, do nothing. That that sounds kind of cool. All right. I'm going to see how it's pronounced. Titular. I said it right. Titular. Titular. Okay, let's not say it anymore. I still don't like it. Okay, taking it back. Okay, so we are reviewing The Girl Who Cried Monster. It's a fairly short episode. It's Mm -hmm. like 20 minutes. We actually watched it twice. And I remember liking this one a lot when I was a kid. This is one that stands out to me. Yeah. Like some I don't remember at all, but this one I was like, oh yes, like this one was fun to me because I remember it took place in a library. I remember a scary librarian who ate a spider, but that was kind of like the end. Mm-hmm. Did you have any memories of this before we watched it? Um, a little bit. Yeah. I remember the, the, the monster. Like that was what stuck out in my mind. Yeah, and that's not even a spoiler alert because it's in the title that there's a monster. Right. I didn't really give anything away. Right. Good job. All right. Thank you. So we start off, we are at the home of Randy and I have forgotten her name. While she's uh, trying to remember the name, I just want to say little brother's Lucy. Little brother's name Randy or like a whole mood. (laughs) A complete vibe. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it just reminds me of like a Christmas Christmas story. story. Yeah. When the mom's like... For Randy, God's sake, get Randy a present. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's just like being so extra. And Does Randy speak in that movie at all? Yeah, he says, um, Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie. That might be it. And then he says, I can't put my arms down. And then he snorts like a piggy. He really does. I guess he really doesn't have that many lines, but he right. is a whole mood. Yes. Okay. So we have Randy and we have Lucy. We right away get um, their relationship established classic you could guess what trope. it is yeah the big sister who's always terrorizing little randy telling him monster stories hence the name of the episode again the girl who cries monster and actually in the beginning of the episode she's teasing him with this story that's actually very scary she tells him that 
a razor tooth toe biter got Becky across the street and it like lives in their bushes. And he's like very afraid for her because she's like, oh, I'm going to put my foot in the bush and like the razor tooth toe biter is going to get me. And he's like, no, Lucy. He like genuinely cares for her safety. Right. And she's being a total brat and like loves that he's so scared. So anyway, um, she pretends that her toe gets bitten off. He runs in the house cries to mom, mom, like the toe biter got Lucy and she's like, oh, Randy, calm down. As we know, we know the theme, parents don't listen to kids. We've talked about this. That's the way that it goes. But this kid is like terrified. The discipline of Lucy leaves something to be desired. She's like, stop teasing your brother. Mm. I mean, could we like give her a consequence? Right. I was going to say take away her cell phone, but cell phones did not exist. No, but like don't give her like her chocolate pudding or like you can't. Listen to the radio. I don't know. What did we do back then? You can't listen to the radio. (laughs) No, you can't. No butterfly clips to wear to school tomorrow. No trapper keeper. Yeah. For you. No trapper keeper? Well, she has to put her papers in something. (laughs) Anyway, all we're saying is Lucy gets no consequence for terrorizing poor little Randy. No. But she'll, she'll get her comeuppance. Don't worry. So, anyway, Lucy scampers off to reading rangers at the library. Okay. What is Reading Rangers? I don't know, but you can bet that when I was a kid, I would have been the top Reading Ranger. That sounds like 100% I would have been the queen of the Reading Rangers. Whatever they are, I would have been in it. You would have been number one. Yes, it sounds nerdy. It sounds bookish. It sounds like it takes place in the library, which it does. Well, for, I mean, for those of you listening, if you know Andrea, which you probably do, Andrea is an, well, she's a current teacher who's studying to be a librarian. I mean, what if you someday made your own Reading Rangers? I think you could make it more exciting than it's portrayed in this episode. I might. But like, if you made the Reading Rangers, what would that be? Oh, there would be hats involved. Really? Yes, but that's all I can think of at the moment. You need to give me some more time to think of this. That's a good starting place, though. Yeah. Yeah, those hats. Okay, so this is my favorite part. We get to the library and we meet the librarian. So as you said, I'm a librarian in training, Mm -hmm. and so I'm always observant in movies and TV of, like, what is the librarian being portrayed as? And this librarian, he's majorly creepy. He's got all of the stereotypical things that, like, you would think a librarian has that you would wish they wouldn't. Yeah. Turtleneck, glasses on a string, a slight lisp. It's his quiet voice. A wispy whispers. Yeah, that's what really sort of gives me the ick. (gasps) Oh! I don't like it. Shivers up my spine. Yeah. And what is his name? Mr. Mortman? Mortman. Yeah. Mortman. Yeah. Which, don't like it. That just sounds like the name of, like, a creepy butler. Mortman. Mortman. Hello. Hello. I'm Mortman. Well, it sounds less creepy when you say it in that accent. With a British accent? Yeah, Like, Mortman. I'm here to bring you your tea. It's Mr. Mortman. <laughs> anyway, this is not, like, English tea bringing Mr. Mortman. This is all sweaty librarian Mr. Mortman. So, anyway, at Reading Rangers, Lucy is like, I hated Black Beauty. It wasn't scary enough. I want to read Frankenstein. The girl loves monsters. And I think it's really funny because on the way home, Lucy and her buddy Aaron are discussing how creepy Mortman is. And they're talking about like his beady little eyes and his sweaty little hands. And it's just like, yes, at least you recognize this. I'm not the only one. They give a really funny description of like, he was so sweaty that the books were just like... <laughs> falling out of his hands. Falling out of his hands, which is really gross. And also not true. Yeah. But anyway, we're kids. We exaggerate. So... Anyway, on the way home, Lucy realizes she left her book at the library. No, she says she left her blades. Oh, sorry, her blades. Which I'm assuming means 
roller and blade? not and sharp not, like, knives. knives. <laughs> left my my cooking blades. Yeah, I'm guessing it was just a cool way to say like I left my skate. Well, anyway, she left her blades at the library. Aaron can't go with her to get them. He's got to get home, so she goes back by herself. Cool. Still light outside. Sun is setting, but definitely still daytime. And, of course, the library is like a gothic castle. Oh, my gosh. It's literally a creepy castle. Which is funny because R.L. Stein, when he gives his master class, as I am fond of talking about, he talks about how you take normal everyday places and you make them scary Mm. like the library the school your house and that's the scariest thing of all right it's not dracula's castle in like transylvania it's like no the public library is now this place of horror that's so smart and especially for you and me where libraries are i guess for most people like a special place of comfort libraries are my safe place yeah they always have been The suspense here, also, I just want to comment, if you watched along with us, the scene when she's walking up to the library, the way he builds suspense is so masterful. Like, I know this is just, like, a kid's show, but it is just beautifully done. Like, she's walking up the steps as slowly as she can. A cat jumps in her way. She takes another step. It's creaking. She takes another step. The music starts. It's like keeps you in that whirlpool of fear and you're like oh i know something bad's gonna happen i just love it yeah oh and also just to note we were watching this episode with our 12 year old cousin yes and she was shout out ace yeah she was really into it and um (laughs) she screamed she really did scream it was awesome it was really awesome and she'd never seen this before which is so fantastic anyway lucy finds her blades in the library she turns around to leave and oh my goodness mortman He's humming, and he's talking to himself. He's talking to his plump little beauties, and you're like, what are those? And we see that he's talking to, like, a cage of tarantulas. He's literally cooing at them and feeding them crickets, and the crickets are, like, running all over his hands, and he's, like, licking them off and, like, chewing them, which is, whoa, disgusting. Let me say something about myself. I am not, um, like, a screamer. Like, I don't, like, scream at things or, like, screech very much. The way that I screamed she when screamed. I saw those tarantulas. Like a 90s scream queen. A personal story. Um, this is my trauma. Oh. One time. What are you I about was, to say? One time when I was a child, or maybe like a teen, I don't know, I was at Petco and a tarantula waved at me. Yes, <laughs> me personally. And it was one of the worst moments of my life. Well, it sounds friendly. Was it in a cage? It was in a cage, but it lifted its little... What do you call it? Tentacle? I think it's like, I don't think spiders have tentacles. I think they have like legs. (laughs) It's leg. That's the word. It's like, (laughs) lifted up its leg. I swear, looked me in the eye and waved at me. He sounds like a friend. Oh my gosh. It was terrifying. Anyway. That's my trauma. So Mortman is feeding his crickets. uh, No, sorry. He's feeding his crickets to the tarantulas. And I wasn't looking for this whole scene. If I auditioned for a role... Mm-hmm. And they were like, Andrea, you can have this role, but you have to eat a handful of crickets or not even eat them, just have them running all over my hands. I would decline the role. Yeah, I I too would also. If they yep. were like, you have to have the spider crawl on you. We preemptively decline. No, okay. I preemptively decline. Are there any other deal breakers that like you wouldn't take a role? Oh, if- yeah, absolutely. I can't get into them all right now, but like many. Hit me with like one or two. Oh, um... Well, there's a lot of, like, inappropriate things that I would decline. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't think I would, like, shave my head. Well, I guess I would shave my head I for the was, right role. I was once offered a role, 
And but they told me I could only have it if I could shave my head. What role? Did you know this when no. I was a kid? Um, How I little? like got the role of or I like didn't get the role, but they wanted me for the role of Tiny Tim at like a community theater production. But they were like, "You got to shave." Tiny your head. Tim doesn't even have a shaved head. He wears a hat. Well, then why did they want me to shave it? Just to prove your dedication. That's a weird flex. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'll have to think about what I would not do for a role. But number one is I would not let crickets crawl all over me. I wouldn't rappel down a building. No, definitely not. Heights are, like, my number one fear. Yeah. Aside from, like, orca whales and, like, being buried alive. Anyways. Um, so as he's eating these crickets and, like, talking to his nasty spiders, his whole face literally erupts into the most hideous monster face you've ever seen. The uh, eyes, like, <gasps> They pop, pop. out. And he's got, like, these fangs, and his tongue is doing this flicking thing in, like, a disturbing manner. He's got these black fangs. And lastly, his voice changes, and he starts, like, maniacally laughing. I let out a guttural shriek. Lucy. Do the laugh. Do the laugh. I don't even think I can. When he's like, nah. Um. (laughs) Okay, maybe I can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's. Inhuman. Lucy runs TF out of there like she's on fire. Mm. Understandably. Understandably. She goes home. Cry as monster, as Lucy does. Her parents obviously don't believe her when she tells them there's a monster at the library because Lucy is always making up monster stories. And she... (laughs) The parents are like, Lucy, we thought this was like a phase you were going through. And she has this iconic line where she says, Life is a phase I'm going through. And I think... I want that, like, on a t-shirt. Life motto. Life is a phase I'm going through. And it is rough. And not even Aaron believes her. Like, she's on the phone with Aaron, and she's like, he's like, Lucy, you are totally obsessed with monsters. And she's like, ooh, obsessed. Big word. Which, for reading rangers, that's not that wild. Right, she's like a top reading ranger, and her big word is obsessed. We could do better, Lucy. Can you give us a big word? What's the big word that pops into your head? Glyceraldehyde. (laughs) I don't actually know what that is, but it's the first big word I thought of. So she goes back to the library for reading rangers. Probably, like, the next day or whatever. I would quit at that point. Like, if I knew my librarian was a monster, I would quit the Reading Rangers. No question. Yeah. I probably wouldn't even return Black Beauty. I would just, like... Well, she returned Black Beauty, now she has Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Let's consider that a loss. And her and Aaron... No, her and the librarian, excuse me, Mr. Mortman, are having this deep philosophical conversation. Like, they're having a staring contest. Yeah. Um, about Frankenstein and how... The librarian thinks, don't you think Frankenstein was the most sympathetic character? And she's like, no. And they're like, their eyes are locked. And like, there's this unspoken understanding going on here. Like, she knows he's a monster. He knows that she knows that he's a monster. Right? They're kind of like, I get you. Right? It's a a game of cat and mouse, one might say. Sure. And he's stacking the books, like, very precisely, which I imagine is how I would also be as a librarian in the future. But Lucy has a plan here. She pretends to leave, and then she hides, and the whole terrifying saga starts over again. The humming, the talking to the spiders, the eating the crickets, the dinner time for the furry friends, the eyes bug out, etc. I just don't like that they're furry. Yeah, why are they so furry? Oh, I hate it! I was, yeah, I was looking away the whole time. You didn't see any of this? No. Well, as soon as the spiders came on, didn't you hear me shrieking, let me know when they're off screen? Yes, thank you. Lucy gets out her camera so she can prove to everyone she's telling the truth. This time, we actually see him chowing down on one of these disgusting tarantulas. Mealtime is like an event. 
Um, and I actually wrote in my notes, like, Nikki, you weren't looking, but he eats the spider whole. It's, like, hanging out of his mouth, and he's like, ah, oh my gosh. the legs oh. are, like, moving. Well, you can oh. picture it. It's, like, hanging out of his mouth. It's squirming while he's oh my eating. Gosh. At which time Lucy takes a picture. It flashes. You saw that one coming. Of course, he knows it's her. And he's like, Lucy, I love fast food. Like, keep running. I don't know why that accent was what I chose, but it, I'm going to go with it. Sure. He knows it's her. And we know now that he wants to eat her. So his diet is not limited to crickets and spiders, also human people. He's ta- he's chasing her, and he's talking about how his mouth is watering. I, at this point, had no idea how she was going to get out of this. Were you looking at this point? Oh, I was looking, yeah, because the spiders were gone, so... So, he's like, dinner is served, and then she crawls through his legs and runs out the door. Either he's not fast, or maybe she, like, blinded him with the light from her camera. Mm. Maybe his monster eyes don't see very well, whatever. Presumably she got the pick, right? And he had an early dinner, because at this time, when she's running outside, like, it's still light out. Right. Um, and he's calling for her to come back, which obviously, like... Why would she do that? Why would she... She's not going to do that. She's not a dum-dum. She runs home, calls Aaron, tells him everything. She tells him, like, I got a picture. And Aaron's like, bro, your library card has your home address on it, so he could literally be on his way to your house right now. Oh my gosh. He was like, that was so scary to me. is a good friend, because he's like, I'd get out of there right now. So she goes to leave, she opens the front door, and he's just standing there. Not Aaron. Mortman. Mortman. Thank you for clarifying. So she's like, you can't come in because my parents aren't home, which like, ooh, bad mistake. Never tell strangers or monsters that your parents aren't home. So as soon as she says it, she realizes it's a mistake and she tries to backpack and she's like, they're not home. Uh, I mean, they'll be home soon. I mean, dad, are you still cleaning your rifle? Which, like, that was funny. I thought that was funny. I got a laugh out of it. And his vibes are simply the worst. He does leave because she won't let him in. Good for her. But what is she supposed to do the next time she has to go to Reading Rangers? Again, I would quit the Reading Rangers, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just more perturbed by the fact that he knows where her house is, and I feel like he's going to get in. Yeah. So when her parents come home, she, like, insists that they take her to get her film developed, like, right that second, and they're like, all right, like, fine. Whatever. They go do it. They're good parents. I know. I'm surprised they actually do it. Yeah. Um. But it leads us to the new scene. We're outside of the film development establishment. <laughs> right. Her brother knocks the picture to the ground. Ha ha. Runs away. And as she's picking them up, Mortman, like, leans down to pick them up with her. Scary. And the parents are like, Mr. Mortman, like, why don't you come over for dinner? My parents personally never invited Mrs. Gallant to our home. Um, when I was <laughs> spending a lot of time at the library when I was a child. And I just don't understand. I don't understand the urge. You know? To, like, invite your librarian yeah, to dinner. They don't need to, like, be in your home. Anyway... Of course, the monster is not in the picture. So when Lucy gets her pictures home, like, he is not there. It's just a picture of, like, the empty library desk. Or she thought that he stole it or something. Which, yeah, in actuality, it proves nothing. Right. Right. So, dinner time. This is the final scene. Okay. Mr. Mortman comes over. There's, like, weird violin music playing. It's this weird trope of, like, adult dinner parties. Oh, is that what that is? Yes. And the mom is like, Lucy, offer Mr. Mortman a meatball. Okay, I even made a note of that. 
Like, Lucy's been going on and on about how she's so creeped out by Mortman and that her mom is like, offer him a meatball? <laughs> um, no, sis, I will not be offering him a meatball or any other kind of... Like, appetizer treat. Yeah. But anyway, she's like, you want a meatball? And he accepts one. So this is the where the big twist happens. Are you ready, girl? I'm ready. Okay. Mr. Mortman asks, what's for dinner? And they say... You, you are. are! And he's like, what? And yeah. then all of a sudden, the mom and dad grow these fangs, and they literally devour Mortman right in front of their children. I was glued to the screen. As the children watch, this seems traumatizing mm-hmm. to watch your parents, like, eat your librarian right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Alive. Sounds messy. Noisy. None of Just the Just very violent. Yeah, very violent. So, this is where things get a little strange, mm-hmm. because... The mom and dad are like, now kids, you know you can't tell anyone that we're monsters. And uh, far from being like creeped out or like afraid or anything, they're like, oh, we know. Which leads me to question, did Lucy and Randy know the whole time that their parents were monsters? I mean, it appears so, but if that's the case, then why? I just feel like it's never been acknowledged in the rest of the episode. Yeah, because she wasn't like, oh, Mortman's a monster like us. Right. And we learned that the parents didn't believe Lucy when she said Mortman was a monster because they're, they say there hasn't been a monster in town in 20 years. And apparently, when there is another monster, they eat him. And finally, there's a guest at the door and the parents are like, not another Mortman, which is confusing because how many Mortmans are there? I thought there was just the one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I took that to mean, like, not another monster. I, yes, but anyway. It's a weird line. It's a weird line. and But it's only Aaron, our buddy. Yeah. And he's like, like, hey, did I miss dinner? Like, what's for dessert? And the parents really set us up here to believe they're going to eat Aaron, which, like, he's so cute. Yeah, he's adorable. And a good friend to Lucy. And the dad's like. We love good friends. The dad's like, you. Pause, pause, pause. Like cherry pie. And then he produces a pie out of thin air. Uh, and they all laugh like, <laughs> I was not at all convinced that they were not going to eat Aaron. Yeah. It was like, we're joking, but we're not. It was Presumably weird. they didn't, but it was weird vibes. Right. What did you think overall of this episode? I really, really liked this episode. So besides the spiders, which, you know, like I said, I wasn't looking. <laughs> I thought the episode was really fun. It kept me on my toes. I really liked the twist ending. Mm-hmm. And I like that the parents actually, it turns out that they actually were listening. Yeah. That I made liked me that happy. As well. That yeah. was different. Right. Right. What did, what did you think about it? liked it as well. Um, I thought it was scary. I thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. I thought the suspense was top-notch. Yeah. I liked Aaron. And I thought, other than, like, a, a little bit of sort of gray area mm-hmm. uh, with the ending, I really liked how they wrapped it up. Yeah. I think it's fun to just, like, have an episode that really just kind of makes you shriek in a yeah. couple of places. It's fun to scream. It is fun to scream. It's fun to scream. What do you think the moral of the story was? Or what do you think, like, the core fear was here? Like, I feel like maybe that there's no safe people. Mm. Like, a librarian is supposed to be a nice, safe person who helps you find books and, like, talks to you about your favorite stories. Right. Not someone who's an actual monster who's out to get you. And eat you. Yeah. What is one of your... Fears. And I pretty much know everything about you, so I maybe this is more for the listeners. Or maybe you'll surprise me. I don't know. One of my true fears, killer whales. 
Oh, I'm this so, is a fear that I'm we share. I'm so afraid of killer whales. And I'm equally fascinated by them. I feel the exact same way. So, when I, so I was a kid, like seven or eight, I think, when, maybe I was younger than that, but when Free Willy came out. Yeah. And I remember, I watched that movie like it was... The Exorcist. Like, <laughs> just the scene where the kid slips and falls into the tank. <gasps> it's full body chills to this day. That. Full body chills. Oh I my just, goodness. I hate it so much because they're just too big. Oh my gosh. They're so frightening. And yeah. I'm so fascinated. I know. I, we've seen Blackfish countless times. Countless times. And I could never see it enough. Will I have nightmares after? Yes. yes. But then will I watch it again? Yes. Yes. Also, yes. <laughs> so that's a fear that we share. Mm. I, I would say de- definitely one of my fears is for sure the purge. Purge? Yeah, the purge. Have you ever seen that movie? I have not. Basically, it's like a day where there's no laws. That, I hate that. I love rules. In this movie, oh gosh, you would hate it. The only reason I watched it, okay. Why did, why did you watch because it? Because in 2016, I was in Los Angeles and I was doing an internship at an, an entertainment agency. And one of the tasks that they gave me as an intern was <laughs> doing something called, um, I think it was actually just called like a footage log, which doesn't sound that exciting, but it's actually a lot of fun because what you have to do is they basically just give you the movie that's like unreleased. And you watch the movie and you write down any uh, phrases or lines that you think would be really good in the trailer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really fun. So stuff like, um, watch out. Or like, <laughs> I'm coming back for you. <laughs> or like, isn't the whole give purge me movie? a kiss. <laughs> isn't the whole movie of The Purge kind of like that? Yeah, pretty much. So I guess The Purge is probably as good as movie as any to like do a footage log for but... One random day, they were like, hey, Nicole, can you make a footage log for The Purge? And I was like, (laughs) okay. So I'm sitting at my desk watching this super scary movie. I make the footage log. I send it to my supervisor. And she's like, hey, like, good job. But, like, can you watch it again and add more? (laughs) I was like, I have to watch it again. I don't want to. But you can't say no. Like, I'm just a lowly intern here. So I watch The Purge again. I put in some more notes. You know, watch out or run for your life. I think I'm doing a great job. So I sent it off to my supervisor again. And she's like, hey, like, (laughs) can you watch it again? (laughs) No, you're joking. No, I'm not joking. I watched it at least Three times. And now that I think about it, now that I think about it, this whole time, whenever I think about that memory, was I just really not doing a good job? Or B, did they not have any other tasks for me? Or C, did they just really, like, want to mess with me? Wow, like, were they having question. a lot of fun watching me, like, like screech and like, and, like it was like a two-way mirror they were like watching you watch the purge and they were like then you gotta watch it again oh my gosh that never occurred to me until just this moment oh and now i'm seeing it in a whole new light because you're like oh, i'm so bad at this i know i was like why aren't i doing a good enough job i filled out like five pages how much material <laughs> do they, they need in reality i think they were just really enjoying watching me like fear for my life but i had to watch it so many times and to this day whenever i hear kind of some kind of like siren like a wee wee i'm like it's the purge it's happening no wonder okay so you sometimes like the other night we were eating dinner and 
a, like a truck was backing up and it was beeping and you were like, it's the purge and I, I never knew this backstory. I thought that was kind of strange. That's so funny that you're, that's just the first time that you're hearing about this. I could have sworn I told you about this before, but apparently I haven't. But you know what would make a great parody movie of The Purge? The Surge. I was thinking The Splurge. The Splurge. Where everyone just goes shopping all day. My will to survive is not that strong. I feel the same. Like, whenever I watch those horror movies and stuff. No, I'm not. Don't. Once you've hacked all my friends, like, you've chopped off one of my arms, like. Take me out. Ta- like, I'm, I'm done. I'm good. Goodbye. I've seen enough of this world. I agree with you on that. My will to live is not that strong. That's how I always feel watching a horror movie. My will to live is not that strong. Yeah. In in those situations. Yeah. You know. On the day-to-day, we're fine. We're, we're good. No one worries. <laughs> anyway, that's the episode. Well, we hope you come back for more spooky fun. See you later. Bye.